Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad, Squad Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. And it's 2021. Yay! The dumpster fire of a year that is 2020 is now over. It is. Wow. We what made a, it. What a year. <laughs> we made it. What a year. <laughs> I can't believe I survived. But you know why? Because... I have amazing people in my life. Yo, like yes, somebody true. sitting next to me. Peanut? Is Peanut in here? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. No. <laughs> but seriously. But hey, it's the new year. Um, it's going to be a lot of 2020 in the first part of it because uh, Rona's not over. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> The year is over. The stimulus has yet to be released. Well, some people got it. I won't be getting one. I don't understand why. I it's. I feel like everybody should get one. But you know, if, well, those who are deserving. Yes, and and you know, it's. It, I I am a. I don't meet the cap, or I'm I'm just above the cap. So that's totally fine. You know what? I'm lucky enough to have maintained employment throughout 2020. Um, knock on wood. Let's let's hope that does not change. Um, but in that case, there are a lot of people that need it way more than me. So in, in that respect, I 100% am like, yeah, you know what? I give it to somebody else. Yeah. Give it to somebody who is not um, in as good of a spot or somebody else who needs it more than me. That's totally fine with me. Okay. Well, when I win that lotto, you getting some. I mean, don't get me wrong. I <laughs> While everybody would like another, you know, 600 bucks, sure. Yeah. It's, it, I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I love that, um, you know, people are you know, kind of like, uh, what I want to say, <laughs> like just uh, overall, just complaining that, you know, it, that other countries are getting more, you know, have you probably seen the, the tally of what other countries have been getting other than what we have been getting for just a dollar 64 a day. You two can sponsor an American citizen. <laughs> the best like <laughs> where's sally struthers <laughs> i know where's um sarah mclaughlin with the music in the arms of an angel for a dollar 64 you too no joke like i i want to work for the aspca just so that i can work on their marketing team and say look guys you would make so much more money in donations if people didn't have to turn off your commercials with all the sad dogs <laughs> right show the happy story yeah. show the vets fixing animals show... i don't want to cry anymore no i've, I've cried I've enough cried enough last year my marshmallow heart can't take it i've gotten <laughs> fucking old and soft it's terrible i know gosh what were we watching we were um Oh, I came home from our wonderful and magical friends. Kat and Amanda got engaged last Yay! weekend, which was so wonderful. We are and so happy for our spooky friends. We are so happy for our wonderful spooky friends. We love them dearly. Um, but I came home from their proposal last week and I was crying because uh, it's 
Jared's grandfather passed away from COVID mm-hmm. the day before. So sad. And well, he and grandma were still married and they've been married for 68 years. So it was sad to see one love story ending, but so beautiful the very next day to see another one that was beginning. So I came home mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here sobbing and Jared's like, what is wrong with you? And I said, I was just so sad because grandpa's gone, but now they're a cat and Amanda are engaged and it's so cute. And I just have a lot of feelings right now. Yes. <laughs> all the feels i i had that i had a same moment like that mm-hmm. but we're not gonna get into it um <laughs> we don't need to talk about those things um <laughs> but happy new year everybody happy freaking new year we're, we took a little bit of a break but we're happy to be back and talking about more creepy and spooky things with you but we had a great day to start off the new year sure did uh, and we just got back actually from downtown LA. We went to the fabric district and bought some new patterns and fabric for projects because we're crafty bitches. Yes. Um, and then I want a shirt that says that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and we, I ate my body weight in vegan food. Sure did. It was so good. I'm going to tell you guys right now, you can't, you can't see it, but we're really very close to food coma. <laughs> Like, I don't know how we're going to get through <laughs> this episode, but we're we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try real hard. <laughs> I have coffee in my gorgeous nautical themed handmade it's ceramic beautiful. mud. Mud? No. <clears throat> mug from my dear friend Jen Lamb over at Unearth. U-N-U-R-T-H. Subtle plug. We love you, Critter. Yeah, love you, Critter. Uh, it is full of beautiful little under the sea creatures i'm like looking at it and turning it before i drink out of it I know. but it's beautiful guaranteed to <laughs> guaranteed to caffeinate you well and yeah there we go good but, start to the new year yes buy stuff from critter she's amazing but also to start i have a joke for you oh i love jokes because <laughs> you know we're a comedy podcast uh- <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what else to classify no, us I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love saying that when people ask uh, that question, <laughs> I'm like, well, we're listening to comedy, so. I mean, we're funny. <laughs> whether, that's why we tell jokes. Whether you're laughing with us or laughing at us, at least you're laughing. Yep. That's why it's a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Our special kind of comedy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so here's my joke. Okay. <laughs> what room of the house does the skeleton stay out of? Hold on, let me swallow my drink so that I don't spit it out. Okay, I don't know. The living room. Ah! (laughs) That's cute. Yeah, I thought I'd start with a not-so-dirty one this time. Start the year with a a bang. Mm -hmm. All right, I've got one for you, too. I'm ready. Where do jokes... Oh, my God. (laughs) We're doing great. We're doing great. Uh, I'm doing just fine. Okay. (laughs) Where do ghosts like to trick or treat? I don't know where. Dead ends. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's great. So bad. <laughs> well, shall we get into our booze news? We shall. <gasps> booze news. Booze news. Yeah, I love that. We're gonna have to record that one day. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I will start off with some 
cool news. Um, so, uh, Johannes Roberts, who did uh, 47 Meters Down and The Strangers Pray at Night, mm-hmm. is directing a feature film uh, Resident Evil reboot for Constantine Film. And we learned that filming has now wrapped. So, um, Robert said in a statement, with this movie, I really wanted to go back to the original first two games and recreate the terrifying visceral experience I had when I first played them whilst... Whilst. (laughs) Whilst. 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 (laughs) I can't talk. Um, At the same time, telling a grounded human story about a small dying American town that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audiences. Can we Hmm. just start saying whilst? Whilst. All the time. Whilst. (laughs) Whilst. I was trying to sound proper. It didn't work out. Anyway, <laughs> um, the movie will be released theatrically in 2021. Didn't have a month yet, but and it's said to kick off a new universe inspired by storylines and characters from Capcom's classic Resident Evil games. Ooh. Yeah. Well, when I first played that game, it terrified me. And okay. usually zombies don't do that to me. They were, I mean, they were scary. And I was, yeah, we were still younger i think we're just used to um you know like our mario and <laughs> like all the kid games get down on some mario kart man yeah so that'll be interesting for it to like go back to that i think it'll be good because i think they made so many that i just forget where we are in the story because i stopped watching them um <laughs> i mean that's fair yeah <laughs> Um, and in other news, so George Miller is currently developing a Mad Mob. That's what he's creating. Um, <laughs> um, We're doing good. Yes, a Mad Max Fury Road spinoff movie centered on Charlize Theron's um, Furiosa character. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh. and the witch and the new mutant star uh, Anya Taylor Joy is going to take over the role pretty cool (laughs) and it's a prequel simply titled furiosa at this time and they've um, we've learned that warner brothers has already handed the film a release date so furiosa is currently set to release in theaters if they're open um (laughs) (laughs) nice caveat yeah on june 23rd 2023 please be open by then 2023 (laughs) yes 2023 (laughs) so please be open um (laughs) i hope so because i can't take another three years of this yeah seriously (laughs) um uh chris hemsworth and uh yaya abdul mateen the second from Candyman, the new one that's coming out mm-hmm. um will also star so furiosa will tell the origin story of the character theron made famous in fury road um and miller is co-writing and directing the movie for warner brothers all that i heard was chris hemsworth mm-hmm. yeah it was like chris hemsworth chris hemsworth chris hemsworth and chris and hemsworth more chris hemsworth you're welcome mm, thor <laughs> mm, thor mm, thor <laughs> I'm putting that on a shirt for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, in other news, Marvel's upcoming adaptation of Spider-Man villain Morbius, starring Jared Leto, hits in March. I'm kind of excited to see this. Me too, because Jared Leto is out of his mind. Yes. So you know it's going to be good. He's taking all the the cuckoo crazy roles. He is. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Out of his mind, and he's brilliant. 
and I love him. Um, so he plays a biochemist who tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but wouldn't you just know it, he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. I'll take it. I hate it when that happens. I know. I want to be a vampire. Jared Leto is sexy vampire. I'm here for it. Okay. Yep. Not not mad at it. Nope. Uh, so now he'll battle the authorities and his former ally. So directus directus. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> yep. Uh, director Dennis Villeneuve's upcoming epic adaptation of author Frank Herbert's classic novel Dune is Ooh. also coming out soon. Uh, more news on that to follow in our next episode. Yep. Um, and then also in other news, Netflix and Mike Flanagan's The Haunting of Hill House follow-up, The Haunting of Bly Manor, with Victoria Pedretti and Henry Thomas hit earlier this year. As we know, we talked about on one of our episodes. Yep. Sad news. Mm. Uh, recently, Mike Flanagan touched on the potential third season in the Haunting series. And unfortunately, he tweeted, at the moment, there are no plans for more chapters. But he did say, never say never. Okay. Um, but right now they're focused on a full slate of other projects for 2021 and beyond. Okay. I'll allow it. I'm sad. I I, I want more though. I know me too. No fair. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he's just trying to take them away from thinking about it and he's probably writing it right now. Ugh, just saying. So. Anyway. Well, so we wanted to kind of continue sharing uh, small business vendors that you should be shopping with. Just because Christmas is over doesn't mean you're done buying shit. <laughs> but we figured, you know, it's the new year. So we're titling this section, New Year Who Dis? Yeah. <laughs> because we all know it's a new year and you want a new you. So here's some new things that you can buy from a small business. Mm -hmm. There it is. Or if there's new um, crafts that you're trying to do or new skills you're trying to acquire, we're going to talk about places that you can buy that stuff too. Yes. So continue listening in on this month on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the first one I'm going to share is Luxeville handbags. They're kind of coming back. Yeah, man. They were quiet for a while. Yeah, man. But I gotta say, that sparkly taco bag. Oh my God, so amazing. It might have to happen. Um, girl, <laughs> treat yourself. Look, I was already online in the car on the way home because <laughs> I already told you I'm gonna do some shopping. I'm doing some damage. <laughs> 2021 is all about a new me. I don't care if this, this year... It's really going to be a new me. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. It's, it's for real this time. <laughs> but um, Luxville has some great handbags if you haven't uh, taken a look at them. They have um, IG, Facebook, and also a website uh, for your shopping pleasure. Um, but check them out. Some great stuff. And also, I wanted to share Sinister, ugh, sinister Signs. This is so cute. I want to buy so many things. The freaking cutest. <laughs> so you got, so here we have some spooky gothic Halloween and horror inspired uh, home decor. Um, and they're all handmade by a lovely person named Maddie Morgan. Love Aww. it. Morgans are always cool. Aw, who doesn't love a good Morgan? I know, right? <laughs> Too many good Morgans in this world. <laughs> but um, also IG account and website. So check her out some great stuff absolutely dude those those little uh 
the claws, the oh, witch claw yes. jewelry holders. Yes. Oh, that's going to have to happen. We, you guys all, well, ladies listening, you all know we need jewelry holders. Boys wear necklaces too. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. I should say everybody. You know you need stuff to hold your jewelry. <laughs> or your keys. Yes. And then she's made these like really cute, like little creepy hands to to hold everything. They're so, claws. They're so freaking claws. awesome. Claws. I love them. Put your claws up. <laughs> All right. Well, the first one that I picked is a lovely fabric designer and pattern maker known as Westnitz. So he's got his own website and then he also has an Instagram. And I was actually turned on to him by uh, a mutual friend of ours, our lovely, beautiful friend, Courtney, who we love so much. Um, and, oh, hey. and we've probably talked about her before, but she's an avid knitter. Um, like she can whip up the most elaborate, like disgustingly beautiful shawl in an afternoon. She's it's, just, it's, it's really gross. It's just disgusting how talented <laughs> she is. <laughs> I wish I could do that, but I, I can't. No, she's just like, there, there's nothing that Courtney can't do. I'm pretty thoroughly convinced. <laughs> um, so I, she actually taught me how to knit last year. So all of my nephews and my niece got scarves. Well, they will get scarves when we actually have Christmas, when it is safe to do so because pandemic. Um, and, but I actually made one for my neighbor, too, and she she loves it. She wears it on our walks every morning. It's really Aww, cute. Oh, yay. I know. Um, but West Knits has uh, not only patterns for all of your knitting projects, but also sells his own hand-dyed yarn. And for those of you that know nothing about yarn, because... I didn't. There's different weights for different projects. So there's a sport weight for all of your sweaters and projects like that. But then there's also different weights for scarves and shawls and socks. And I mean, it's crazy. So if you are making a resolution to learn how to knit or crochet or do something with yarn, uh, check out West Knits. Great stuff. Yes. And then the other one that I picked, which y'all are getting Valentine's Day cards from oh yeah i saw these two it's crafty burrito and it's spelled b-u-r-r-e-a-t-o burrito like you eat it which is very cute because who doesn't (laughs) love eating burritos so um i mean if you never mind if you don't love burritos we probably can't be friends yeah exactly um um, so they make all kinds of great stuff they have spooky greeting cards spooky gift wrap different art prints hats apparel badges stickers and so much more um but they have these great spooky valentines like there's a um i almost said freddie mercury (laughs) freddie (laughs) krueger the other important freddie i mean yeah there's two important freddies in this world (laughs) freddie mercury and freddie krueger uh i happen to be talking about the latter right now uh but it's got freddie krueger with his little claw and it says like see you in your dreams or something like that it's and it's got the little red hearts and stuff on it it's really really cute so you all are getting little uh crafty burrito valentines from me this year you will also be getting one of those (laughs) i hope we don't pick each other the same one actually you know what i hope we do (laughs) i feel like i feel like that's gonna happen oh hell yeah so for today's episode we thought we would kick off the new year with some of the more funny macabre and just downright odd Mm -hmm. uh, new year's traditions from around the world yes and in other countries i say odd because they're foreign to us Mm -hmm. however it's probably very normal there yeah and and also (laughs) pretty much the only thing that americans do is get blackout drunk and blow things up but that's all that we know how to do anyway oh you mean what i did last night pretty much yeah 
<laughs> That's how we ring in the new year. I mean, I don't think I was blackout, but I was close. I mean, we, we've all had our moments, right? Yeah, well deserved. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> but we each picked um, three different countries from around the world. Yeah. And we thought we would talk about some of the more fun and uh, different types of New Year's traditions that we weren't expecting. Yes. Um, so if you are from one of these countries, we would love your stories. So please share. Yes. And if you have video. Oh, even two, better. Because there's a few that you know I'm going to talk about. I need to see video or just go mm-hmm. to the festival mm-hmm. when, you know, we're allowed to travel. Yes. Because I know you guys think that we can't hold it together, which is, is true. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> and that's why you don't want us to come over there. It's not wrong. <laughs> so I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm really jealous <laughs> because you have some pretty cool traditions for, you, for New Year's. You so. totally do. <laughs> way cooler than just getting blackout drunk and blowing things up the way that we do here. Yeah. Well, do you want to go first? Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. So the first country that I picked was Ecuador. Ooh, yeah, there's some cool things. There are some super fun things. Um, Okay, so New Year's Eve in Ecuador is obviously one of the biggest events of the year. Um, So communities will often gather together to celebrate in high style. Um, And small towns and many big city neighborhoods will take to the streets to set off fireworks and burn effigies of the old year. Amazing. While doing things like wearing yellow underwear and eating grapes at midnight. (laughs) So I don't even know that I own yellow underwear. I do not. Nope. It's not a not a very common color for me. I mean, I'm new to the yellow game. Yellow looks great on you, though. You know, I just, it it took me a, a little bit to discover that. It looks amazing because, on you. Because it just depends on the yellow for me, I feel like. Yellow is not my friend. Because I am pretty much, like, I, I don't tan. I just get sunburn and freckles. So I'm pretty much like a sheet of printer paper. <laughs> and yellow does not look good on that. That's why I spray tan sometimes, just so I can get a little bit more of a darker tone. <laughs> just a little. What, what do they say? In the, I forget that one movie. Just a light glow. Just a light glow. <laughs> um, okay, so this is actually good to know in case we ever go to Ecuador. Okay. For New Year's. Uh, apparently, in the days leading up to New Year's Eve, many streets will be guarded by groups of children or young teens demanding payment for passage. Uh, they'll use a rope or a chain, lifting it high to prevent cars from moving forward. And then when the driver has paid a small donation, hmm. the chain will be dropped and the car's allowed to pass. Oh. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, no. I don't have to pay to use a road. Oh. That's why I don't use toll roads out here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if it gives them money to the, you know, to bring better things. I mean, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so I'm going to absolutely butcher the pronunciation of this. That's okay. Uh, but I apologize I'll, I'll be right means. after you. So it's fine. Okay, good. I'm in good company. <laughs> um, so this is Viudas de Año Nuevo. Good job. I, the first word I'm not uh, positive about. But good job anyway. I tried. Um, which translates to Widows of the Old Year take to the streets and drove so this part i can absolutely get behind okay these are always men dressed in drag thank you yep uh-huh i love it i'm here for it um so they ask for donations same as drag queens here mm-hmm. <laughs> um 
And they're often playing the same game as the kids mentioned above. And by and large, they are actually pushier than their younger counterparts. And by the end of the afternoon, they're often drunk. Same. (laughs) Amazing. I, I love it. Like, give me all the Ecuadorian drag queens. Yes. I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. So then let's talk about uh, different types of underwear. <coughs> so. <laughs> uh, this is great. I know. This is hilarious. Um, so the stalls in many outdoor markets often are overflowing with either yellow or red underwear. Everything from bras to briefs. Okay. Yep. So Ecuadorians will wear yellow to signify good luck, prosperity and productivity, while red represents love and passion. What color underwear are you going to be this year, Brie? That's <laughs> Brie checks. <laughs> pink. Of course you're fucking pink. What color are we? <laughs> oh my God. These are like my, these are my pale pink ones. Ha! They came in a pack and Wait, it's laundry day. Time out. Are we both wearing pale pink underwear? I'm not shocked. <laughs> this is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We're off to a great start. <laughs> Um, okay, so then also let's talk about lighting some candles. So year round, people light offering candles in most of the local churches. Um, and then on New Year's Eve, the traditional white candle signifying purity is replaced by other colors. Blue for peace, red for passion, yellow for abundance. Ooh. Opulence. <laughs> um, since we're talking about drag queens. I know. <laughs> um, and orange for intelligence. So many people in the U.S. need that orange. I'm wearing orange. You I'm wearing are oranges. wearing orange. Yay, I'm intelligent. Because she's a smart cookie. I try. Okay, so this was actually the reason that I picked Ecuador to talk about. Okay. And I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. (laughs) So this is making or buying the money goat. M-O-N-I-G-O-T-E. So a money goat is a large doll that signifies all that went wrong with the old year. This would be a real fucking big doll for 2020. Dude, my doll is going to be as big as my house. Your doll is going to be approximately 210 pounds with a beard, likes to wear a fedora. (coughs) No shade. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, so... Sometimes families make their own at home, taking old clothes and stuffing them full of straw or other flammable materials. They might buy one of the many paper mache masks that are for sale at pop-up vendors and add a realistic looking face. At other times, families will shop for a ready-made money goat, often a cartoon character or a superhero. So in the past, these dolls were often made to look like local or national politicians. So many things I could say about that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. In fact, families would make a doll from used clothing and just add a paper mache mask to one of the many from one of the many street vendors. Man, Mm -hmm. that'd be great for the U.S. if we did that. Right. (laughs) Um, So in recent years, it's actually become common to find dummies that look like superheroes and cartoon characters. Um, And in a few of the big cities, neighbors will come together and build these gigantic dolls and these huge structures are often as i mentioned very well-known politicians sports stars or actors so now let's talk about phase two of this (laughs) which is burning of these dolls so uh when i was researching this it actually popped up as the burning of scarecrows so so that's what caught my attention you're like oh i'm like burning scarecrows this sounds spooky (laughs) um so this is actually what this is it's the burning of these dolls um so these dolls are actually burned throughout the day and night on new year's eve daytime burnings tend to take place outside of offices and places of work nighttime burnings are saved for the hours just before midnight 
And many people place messages inside the effigy before burning it. And these are often a list of bad events or toxic people from the past year. No comment. (laughs) Um, Burning the bad, be it a politician who made poor decisions. Again, no comment. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I'm glad to see that other countries have bad politicians, too, not just us. Yeah, we're not alone. We're not. Yeah, we're not the only ones. (laughs) Um, Or a slip of paper with the names of people who treated you poorly. Again, I say no comment there. Um, And it's a way to start the new year with a clean state. Slate. I I like that. I know. Can we just just cleanse? Can we just make our own next year? You know what? Can we do like a little side video mm-hmm. of of our new year's like witchy cleanse oh yeah man like i i like this idea okay i, I do too we Con- should we should absolutely do this <laughs> continue um so here's where it gets a little scary Uh-oh. uh so once the money goat is bur- is burning bright and strong it's time to jump through the flames and over the ashes a spiritual cleansing using flame and smoke that harks back to the ancient andean cultural t- uh, traditions oh oh i'm i'm uh, fire scares me yeah just a little bit I, that's I, I don't i try not to play with fire things L- literally or figuratively or both both <laughs> <laughs> I, real, I try real hard <laughs> well interesting mm-hmm. i like it and that is ecuadorian new year's traditions cool. well i am gonna go into mexico Ooh la la yeah well and actually very similar to ecuador um, women wear yellow underwear on New Year's Eve. Oh, really? Yes, to bring good luck and wealth. Oh. And then also red in Mexico, red underwear, mm-hmm. indicates a New Year's wish for an exciting love interest. Hey, yo. Yep. And, re- and just remember, underwear. the underwear has to be new. Oh. Clarification. <laughs> must be new okay. and clean <laughs> i would hope that if it's new it's clean otherwise i want to know where you got that underwear yeah also <laughs> where have you been right <laughs> so a little you know little similarities there mm-hmm. um it's also very common in other latin american countries as well for the the underwear color like ecuador yeah so i, I like this mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh superstition or not many people here in mexico have the custom of the re- oh god i can't roll my r i'm so sorry ritos there ritos? it is ritos del año <laughs> Uh, Nuevo, which basically means New Year's rituals. Um, some rituals include food. Others uh, uh, prescribe certain clothing. And then, you know, still others warrant attention for uh, religious um, interests. So kind of getting into some of those. So as the clock strikes uh, midnight, it's common to eat 12 grapes. One at each ding and one at each dong of the bell. Interesting. I didn't have any grapes. Um, <laughs> and then while eating the grapes, you make a personal wish for each grape you consume, welcoming the new year that's beginning. Um, even the most elegant restaurants promise that along with your late night New Year's Eve meal, they will provide the grapes and champagne. That's a lot of wishes. I but, support this. Yeah, I need them. <laughs> I, need the, I need these wishes to come true. <laughs> um, also, something that's very common, eating a tablespoon full of cooked lentils um, on New Year's Eve is said to bring prosperity and fortune. 
Um, you can also give raw lentils, like just a handful um, to friends and family to give them the same wish uh, for abundance. Like here, have some lentils. I, I would, I think I would never give that to anybody. <laughs> I eat lots of lentils. Um, and then another thing that is very common in Mexico for New Year's Eve, and I feel like this is kind of like everybody. I don't know. I, for me, I feel like this is a common thing in in the United States as well because it's something my mom does every New Year's. <laughs> is uh, sweep all the rooms of your house, your front steps, and the street in front of your house to remove all traces of the old year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You're supposed yeah. to sweep it out the back door. Yep. And then open the front door mm-hmm. to bring in the new stuff. Yep. So, and then uh, some people, but a little bit different. So in Mexico, some people put uh, 12 golden coins outside uh, to be swept into the house after the house is swept clean. The coins are to invite money and other abundance to come into the home. Mm. Yeah. So there's some fun things. I, I like don't know that. about the lentils, but I like the coins. <laughs> They're good in soup. That's true. And whatever soup you make is always delicious. I eat a lot of lentil soup. <laughs> but it's good. Well, when you cook it, because oh, thanks, because <laughs> lots of, lots of protein for my yes, my weird non-animal and- eating self, <laughs> and that's Mexico. Oh, yeah, well, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> um. So, actually, the lentils are also shared in the next country that I'm going to talk about. Oh, it's see, I think they're all kind of well, and the same trailing. thing with the red underwear. Why? You know what? This is now like the third country that wears red underwear. We need to fucking get on it. <laughs> I, well, you know, I had red underwear. I have some. But I, just, I mean, they're not new. No. Okay, so I guess after this, we need to go shopping, I guess. Right. <laughs> Fredericks of Hollywood. Right. <laughs> look, let me look. Nope. <laughs> um, so the next country whose traditions I wanted to talk about are, it or are, what? Sorry, is Italy. Oh. I know, it's in Motherland. Okay. So, the first one, I can 100% get behind. Have a huge dinner. Yep. Because food. Food mm-hmm. is life. Um, so, most holidays in Italy seem to naturally revolve around food, and New Year's is no exception. Um, so, on New Year's in Italy, it is traditional to sit down for a huge meal. And if you plan to go out for the evening meal, expect a pricey set menu um, and a lot of cheerful atmosphere. But regardless, if you're dining in or out, there will probably be lentils somewhere on the menu, which mm. takes me into eating lentils. Um, so apparently in Spain, they also do the grapes at midnight thing. Oh, um, okay. But Italy just does lentils for New Year's. Um, so they're most traditionally eaten with a kind of uh, pork sausage, which is called cotecino. That sounds really good. Uh, I've actually had it. Um my grandma used to make it or used to cook with it. Yum. Um, so they're same thing in Italy. They're considered to bring good luck for New Year's because they are small and round and they resemble coins. Oh. And it is supposed to bring wealth in the new year. I like it. And this is actually the reason why I picked this one. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you literally throw out your old stuff. I... I like this. That's what I'm actually going to be doing today and tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, in some parts of the country, particularly in the South, it's customary to throw your old things, including furniture, out the window at midnight. So if you're celebrating... I missed the the mark. (laughs) Right. So if if you're celebrating 
uh, out in the streets, watch out because you may be hit by falling furniture. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to see video of this. I know. I need to Please, if you have video, I need to see this. (laughs) Yes. Um... So, also, there's lots of drinking of Prosecco. So, when the clock hits midnight, you should have a glass of sparkling wine. Drink lots and lots of Prosecco. It's delicious. Yum. Um, And as is customary in many places, it's traditional to seal the countdown with a midnight kiss. Of course. I did not get my midnight kiss because both Jared and I were asleep. (laughs) I know. I tried to text you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got your text this morning when I got up to go for my walk and I'm like oh I love you too it's like happy new year <laughs> uh, happy new year I'm, I'm asleep I'm awake and drunk no we did our we did our pre-new year's kiss and then we both promptly passed out because we okay <laughs> that's fair um and then also wearing red underwear okay so <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy <laughs> <laughs> And apparently, same thing, every store in Stan in Italy seems to be advertising red underwear because wearing red undergarments is supposed to bring good luck. Okay. However, for the red underwear to be really lucky, it should only be worn on New Year's Eve. Oh. Throw it out the next day if you want to observe the older version of this New Year's tradition. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then obviously still watch fireworks and so forth. But the last one that I thought was funny and I am actually glad that when we went out today, I had money in my purse because I never have cash ever, but I actually had some today. Oh, leave the house with money in your pocket. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So it's a New Year's tradition that plays on the superstition that if you leave the house with money on the first day of the year, you will always have something in your pocket to spend every day of the year. I like this. I know. So I'm like, whoosh, zing, did it. I should have done that. I should have got some cash. You are with me. Does it count? Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> well, the next one that I picked is Scotland. Oh. I know. I'm so sad. I was supposed to go here this year. Well, you're going to be real mad when I read this. <gasps> you're going to be real mad. Uh, so... The most famous of Scotland's many New Year's, I'm gonna, I'm going to butcher this, Hogmanay, Hogmanay Fire Festival. That looks correct. Okay, yeah, I, I tried to listen to how it was pronounced. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they have a fire festival, and uh, and is the one that's in Stonehaven. So right before midnight, a parade of trained professionals swing balls of fire over their head, and then toss them into the sea. What? There is a picture of this online. What? It looks amazing. Oh my God, now I'm real pissed. Yeah, see, I, it, it, mm. it, gets, it gets better. <laughs> so this tradition dates back over 100 years, and many believe it's based on a pre-Christian ritual meant to purify and ward off evil spirits. Maybe also pagan, just saying. Um, <laughs> probably pagan, not Christian. <laughs> um, but uh, some believe that it's timing with the winter solstice and signifies that the fireball actually um, symbolizes the sun. Aww. Yeah, it's so cool. So the roots of Hogmanay, uh, perhaps... Uh, uh, reach back to the celebration of the winter solstice among the Norse, as well as incorporating customs from the, the Gaelic celebration of Samhain. I just love hearing you say it. 
I was just waiting. Sowing. <laughs> the Vikings celebrate Yule, which later contributed to the 12 days of Christmas, or the Daft Days, as they were sometimes called in Scotland. Uh, Christmas was not celebrated as a festival, and Hogmanay was the more traditional celebration in Scotland. Uh, this may have been a result of the Protestant Reformation, after which Christmas was seen as too papist. I support. Can we just celebrate Hogmanay moving forward? Yes. Okay. I, I would like to. I'm I would like to swing balls of this. fire above my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hogmanay was also celebrated in the far north of England, down to uh, and including Richmond. It is. Tra- it was traditionally known as <laughs> Hagmena in the Northumberland. Oh my God names <laughs> and then hogmina in cumberland and then it's also hogmana or hogman hay in the north riding of yorkshire nice <laughs> all these different names <laughs> i dig it i totally dig it so um an example of the local hogmany custom is the fireball swinging that takes place in stonehaven um aber dean shire in uh north uh, northeast scotland this uh, involves local people making up balls of chicken wire filled with old newspaper, sticks, rags, and other dry, flammable material up to a diameter of two feet. That's big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, each attached to is about three feet of wire, chain, or non-flammable uh, rope. And then as the, t- as the old townhouse bell sounds to mark the new year, the balls are set alight and the swingers set off up the high street uh, from the, uh, the Mercat Cross to the cannon and back, swinging the burning balls around their heads as they, they go. That's as they a walk. lot of swinging of balls. This is why I know you were really upset for not being there for this. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of swinging of balls. You know how many fun jokes I can <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, so many missed opportunities. I know. <laughs> Scotland, I'm sorry that we can't get our act together so I can come visit you. I know. <laughs> so, at the end of the ceremony, any fireballs that, have, uh, that are still burning are cast into the harbor. Many people enjoy this display and large crowds like flock to see the this with over like 12,000 attending and this was like back in 2007 2008 when they had the event um in recent years additional attractions have been added to entertain the crowds as they wait for midnight such as a uh, fire poi which is a pipe band uh street drumming and a firework display after the last fireball is cast into the sea um these festivities are now streamed live over the internet so that's cool i dig it yeah, and then another form of this, another example of a pagan fire festival, is the burning of the the clave. I think I said the right clave, something like that. Sounds right. Yeah, in the town of Burghead in Moray, and okay, so I did not know this. This is really cool. I found out where Old Lang Syne comes from. I didn't know. all acquaintance. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, so the Hogmanay custom of singing Auld Lang Syne has become common in many other countries, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Auld Lang Syne is a Scots poem by Robert Burns based on traditional and uh, other earlier sources. It is now common to sing this in a circle of linked arms that are crossed uh, over one another as the clock strikes midnight. 
uh, for New Year's Day, though it is only intended that participants link arms at the beginning of the final verse before rushing into the center as a group. So I didn't know they started singing that. That's I had no so idea. Cool. So it happens at the ball festival. At the ball festival? <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, excuse me. The fireball festival. The festival of flaming balls. <laughs> I love it. So something else to add on your trip for Scotland. Oh man, I might have to go for next Christmas. Ne- yeah. Yeah. There you go. If we're allowed in by then, we might not I be. I mean, let's give it a year. I think it's fair. Yeah. It's fair. I want to. You know, I haven't, uh, well, we were talking about this earlier. I was on a plane at least once a month for work and on a plane as much as four times in five weeks, uh, like four, four different trips for, I was gone four weeks out of five, one year oh, or, wow. or one period last year. <laughs> and, you know. I, well, I guess this would have been 2019 because it's, you know, 2021. I haven't been on a plane in more than a year is the moral of the story. And that's crazy. I was on a plane all the fucking time. That's crazy. I don't know what to do. <laughs> My frequent flyer mile places are emailing me like, we miss you. Use <laughs> like, your miles. Please use your miles. We need money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I can't. I would, but no one wants to let us in. And I right. don't blame them. We exactly. can't be trusted. We can't. No, we can't. <laughs> anyway um so the last one that i picked was denmark yay which is also someplace that i really want to go someday Me too. um so i mean i just want to go anywhere but here <laughs> that's that's the honest truth i mean i'll, I'll settle for another state <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying but even then i'm scared like anywhere but the u.s is always better mm-hmm. so anyway true um okay so first up they like to jump into the new year oh okay i know so if you plan to spend new year's eve in denmark don't be alarmed when you see danes standing on chairs just before midnight it's not because they're drunk it's simply an old tradition that they jump into the new year as the clock strikes 12 and it's vital that they do it because it's supposed to bring bad luck for an entire year if you forget to jump at midnight oh I would have been toast because yep. I was asleep. Well, does it count that I was jumping while dancing? I mean, that seems fair. Okay, cool. Kind of. All right. I jumped into the new year. We'll have to find a Dane and ask them. Okay. <laughs> um, so obviously it's not good luck if you end up falling on your face, but not that that happens that often. Um, so then another one is listening to the Queen's speech. So Denmark has one of the oldest monarchies in the world, which I actually did not know. Um, And though, although not all Danes are royalists, the queen is generally a well-respected public figure and listening to her speech on New Year's Eve is a huge part of the tradition. So she addresses the public in a live broadcast from Fredensburg Castle, north of Copenhagen. It's Mm. always scheduled for 6 p.m. And the speech kind of acts as a Kickstarter for the night. And Her Majesty is known... This is so sad. (laughs) Um, Her Majesty is known to fumble slightly with her papers and glasses, which makes it a little awkward to watch at times. Um, And in her personal look back at the year, she addresses issues in society, both locally and globally. And always mentions Denmark's connection to Greenland and the Faroe Islands, which are both parts of the kingdom. Also, I didn't know that. Oh. Until I researched this. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next step has to do with cod. 
Hmm. So once the queen's given her salute to the nation, and uh, she usually closes with the words, Good Bavar Den- Denmark, which means God preserve Denmark. Oh, to any of our uh, listeners who are Danish, I apologize if I just completely brutalized that sentiment. We, we apologize to any of the countries we're talking about. I am so sorry. I did, <laughs> hey, I did download the Rosetta Stone thing because uh, they, oh. they are were offering a special for unlimited languages for a lifetime instead of just a month for $179. And it's normally like $300. Oh, I should have did that. I totally did it. You can steal my login. It's fine. Okay. So I have good intention of learning the proper pronunciations of things. Yes. And also learning enough to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Once she once she ends with her salute of God preserve Denmark, it's time for your New Year's Eve meal, um, which stands in opposition to the calorific Christmas dishes uh, (laughs) that have been confirmed. So the traditional New Year's meal is boiled cod. Oh. specifically served with homemade mustard sauce and all the trimmings. I, I don't know how I feel about boiled cod. I don't either, but also I happen <laughs> to be vegan. Um, so th- for dessert, uh, it consists of a kronsakage, which is oh, a towering okay. cake made from layer upon layer of marzipan rings. Okay. And then the cake's turret shape is reminiscent of a cornucopia, a horn of plenty, uh, which promises happiness and wealth for the coming year and explains why the dessert's original name was, I'm not even going to try to, oh, I guess I'll try, Overflodigeschorm. You're doing great. Nope, I'm, nope, not Because I would have, I would have done worse. Well. Just wait, it's my turn next after this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then also, uh, this is, uh, this is a fun one. There's also the tradition of watching Dinner for One on the television. Oh. Um, which is an old black and white TV sketch. So Danish, uh, Danish New Year's Eve is not right without the broadcasting of the old British made comedy sketch Dinner for One. Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. So originally this was a theater play before it was adapted for German TV, and the 18-minute sketch is still popular in Germany and the other European countries as well. Um, so the plot takes place around a dinner table and only features the old Miss Sophie and her loyal butler, James. And poor James has to stand in for Miss Sophie's dead friends. Oh, how's that? Oh, no. Um, and these friends would normally join her at the dinner table. So drinking for four, this naturally causes him to get totally wasted by the end of the four-course meal. Live your best life for mm-hmm. rent. Um, so the phrase, same procedures last year is used as both a question and an answer repeatedly throughout the sketch and it's the most famous line from this iconic comedy so now i'm gonna have to watch it um so therefore it was pure irony when the danish tv channel dr mistakenly chose not to run the sketch back in 1985 which resulted in a ton of complaints from disappointed danes whoops after all it has to be quote unquote the same procedure as last year yep (laughs) i like Um, it so obviously there's fireworks, um, but I didn't know this either. Uh, Danes are actually only permitted to light fireworks only six days out of the entire year. So come oh. New Year's Eve, the skies, the streets uh, are all ablaze with hundreds of rockets and Roman candles. Um, for these six days, any health and safety precautions seem to fly out the window <laughs> with the rest of the fireworks. Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. That sounds like our 4th of July. Dude, dude. <laughs> Was it the 4th of July that people were going crazy around here? Yep. With fireworks? Oh, yeah, yeah, because all the fireworks shows were canceled. Yep. Man, yep. let me freaking tell you, I learned to really despise some of my neighbors. Yeah. Like, that's usually when you, 
you figured out which uh, neighbors you don't like. Yep. <laughs> and the last one, or the last uh, tradition, and it's actually the reason why I picked Denmark to talk about. This is the smashing of plates. Yay! <laughs> I want to do this. I know. It's not just for Italian weddings. <laughs> um, okay, so New Year's Eve is the perfect night to cement a friendship with your new Danish bestie. Come midnight, it is tradition to round up all of your broken bits of china and smash it against your friend's door as a sign of affection and everlasting friendship. I am going to drive to your house when we're done recording and throw a teapot at your door. And because I it's love amazing. you. <laughs> I know, I'm going to do that. To the same. I'm going to do like a drive-by though. I'm going to like not get out of my car and just throw it. I'm going to be like, hit the window. Doug the I mean, dog from up but in human form be like I am throwing this china at your door because I love you <laughs> oh. that's amazing oh it's, it's awesome so just a word of the wise to our friends you might get smashed uh china oh yeah but it means I love you <laughs> yeah it's love uh, so this precise moment that all of your grievances from the past 12 months can physically manifest themselves for the evening remember the bigger the pile the more people love you if Aww. you're left clearing up a heap of broken china take comfort in knowing that you're pretty much the regina george of the crockery world Aww. everybody loves you that's so cute right i like it and that is denmark that was wonderful oh wasn't it i love that except for the boiled cod part i'll pass yeah. on the boiled cod that but i'll take the cake i don't know why that doesn't sound good to me i love i love fish but boiled i'm like I know. That's I like know. That, that's been the hardest thing. I actually really miss sushi. Oh, yum. Yum, 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 yum. Anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. my last one is Greece. Yay, Greece. Yay. There's some really cool things. Um, so well, there's some major differences here. I kind of like them. So after Christmas, the children impatiently wait the new year, or what they call proto wait, um, okay, let me start over. Protoronia. Oh, that was good. <laughs> um, because that's when St. Basil, or the other pronunciation is um, Ios Vasili, or Vasilis. I think it's Vasili. You're doing great. Anyway, <laughs> delivers their gifts. Mm. So, they, so they do more exchanging of gifts on the New Year instead of Christmas in Greece. Mm. It's more custom. It's kind of cool. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. <laughs> so the presents are delivered by St. Basil and, um, you know, which is basically the, the Greek Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> I dig it, yo. So on New Year's Eve in Greece, it is customary for most people to gather in the town center or plaza for last minute shopping or just a pleasant stroll. So on the main roads, teenagers and other young ones create a, you know, maniacal scene and by declaring a bloodless war on each other, uh, using plastic clubs, giant plastic hammers, foam spray, and whistles as weapons. Oh my god, I love it. (laughs) And then later, all the friends gather at uh, one of their houses to ring in the new year together. So yeah, let's hit each other with plastic clubs. Then we're going to go celebrate at home. I mean, as you do. As you do. (laughs) So another big thing uh, for New Year's Day is card playing. And so because the Greeks considered the new year lucky, it is custom to to participate in games of chance on the first day. Ooh. So, so not just card playing, but you can also, in addition um, to the state lottery, which raffles 10 million euros 
on New Year's Day. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> People um, also play cards and roll dice in coffee houses, clubhouses, and homes throughout the country. So it's nice. a it's a big thing. So the betting sums are usually kind of kept a little low, um, so as to offer a, a friendly diversion without upsetting the losers. So that's nice. <laughs> I like it. Another big thing is the New Year cake or the the Vasilopita with the golden coin. You nailed that one. You did so I'm good. Get, I'm getting there. <laughs> so the cutting of the Vasilopita. Oh God, I thought I had it. It's because the- I said something. I'm sorry. It's my fault. <laughs> the cutting of the Vasilopita is one of the few primordial customs still surviving in Cronia. The celebration of the god Kronos, uh, who was worshipped in Greece, um, and the Saturnalia of Rome, sweets and cakes would be prepared with a coin inside. The one who received the piece with the coin would be the lucky one of the group. Um, the Orthodox tradition combined this custom with the New Year cake. On New Year's Eve, everyone gathers around waiting for the Vasilopita to be cut as the New Year rolls in. When the time comes, the father, in a uh, solemn ceremony, starts to cut the cake. The first piece is for Christ, the second for the house, and then pieces for everyone present. The one who gets the piece with the coin will be the lucky one of the year. Oh! I kind of do this that's like a it's almost like a mardi gras cake <laughs> right <laughs> find the baby the king cake the king I, cake. Oh, that's God, one of those <laughs> so uh, another some other things so many people um pay a uh, particular mind to the good and bad omen regarding who will first enter their home in the new year or the 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 i'm gonna get it, the potherico you did good. <laughs> so on New Year's Eve, they will ask a close friend or relative whom they consider lucky to be the first to come into their house on the following day. Often a child is preferred for this special practice because children are considered innocent <coughs> <laughs> and their hearts free of malice and envy. <laughs> we obviously don't know some of the same children. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> um, also it is uh, the custom for money or the Kalihera. Uh, to be given to children visiting on New Year's Day, usually grandchildren or nieces and nephews. Hmm. I'm like, give me money. Um, Uh (laughs) uh, Several decades ago, the money was the only gift uh, the children received on New Year's Day. And in many cases, the gift... um, was just sweets or pastries as money was scarce and toy shops were almost non-existent. I'll take the sweets. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Um, Also, another really cool thing, and... um, I'm I'm going to apologize uh, for our friend Daniela because I'm getting ready to talk about an onion. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, D. <laughs> so I'm going to tell a little story about the uh, the squill, which is called, it's a sea onion for luck. A sea onion? It, yes. <laughs> so the squill is a common plant in Crete, which grows wild and looks like a really really large onion. The animals don't eat it because it is poisonous. And it can cause a rash if it comes in contact with the skin. That's just like further reasons for Daniela to hate onions. I know. She's like, and this thing's gonna fucking poison me? She's gonna be like, as soon as I hear this, I'm going to talk to you. That's the stupidest onion I've ever heard of. (laughs) But, okay, so even when pulled from the soil, it continues to bloom and produce new leaves. People believe that its long-surviving power can be transmitted to humans as well as inanimate objects. And for this reason, a sea onion would hang in the home at the new year. 
not in Daniela's house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is an ancient good luck custom which has been around um, since the 6th century BC, but it has more or less been a little bit abandoned today. So, but yeah, that's mm. Greece. Hanging onion in your house. That's interesting. <laughs> I like it. They have some fun traditions. You know, we're going to fight with plastic, uh, you know, <laughs> clubs and bats and <laughs> we're going to beat each other. Then we're going to go inside somebody's home and have some cake with a coin in it. <laughs> Summary. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. There you have it. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy again. New Year. <laughs> and, and again, if you, you know, live in these countries that we discussed, and you listen to our podcast, please let us know a little bit more into detail what goes on because we love hearing about these and we love hearing from you. We do. <laughs> and uh, if you live in a country that we did not discuss uh, and you have some fun or spooky types of New Year's traditions, please let us know. We would love to hear them and we would love to read them on the air. Yes. Yeah. Please. You, you can either, I mean, we'll pretty much respond to you on any medium that you message us on. Mm -hmm. So whether you hit us up on Instagram or whatever, we will answer you. But if you want to email it, our email is thesquadghouls at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is www.thesquadghouls. The, the part is really important. Uh, <laughs> dot com. And we have a little contact form on our website. So if you email us or, or if you fill that out, it just goes to our email and then we'll answer you there too. Yes. Um, and we have merch. We have merch for a small business. Yes. <laughs> Buy our stuff. <laughs> Your dog is cold. Yes. Your dog is still cold. Because <laughs> it's January. It's still winter. That's the slogan. <laughs> yes. We have merch. You can also get that from our website. Yes. Um, oh, we also have a contest. We do. It'll, yes. It'll be done by the time this is aired. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but I hope you, you, if you listened, you entered it. We have a yes. giveaway. Yeah. So, well, when when you do listen to this, we, we hope that you entered and you're, um, yeah, seeing all the great stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Um, oh, 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 like us on Facebook. Um, follow us on Instagram. Our handle is the Squad Ghouls. Is that it? Yeah. Yay. Creepy Real. We'll scare you later. Goodbye. Bye.